Welcome to Rest-Based Weight Loss, the podcast series that gives you the tools you need to lose weight effortlessly and keep it off forever. After struggling with my weight for years, I eventually came to learn that weight issues are not diet and exercise issues. Weight issues are stress issues. Today, I am a certified nutrition consultant, stress management coach, and lifestyle coach on a mission to teaching women how to transform their mind, their body, and their health from the inside out. Now, let's jump into today's episode. As we're getting ready, we're like, you know, two weeks or something away from Thanksgiving, and that's going to bleed very quickly into Christmas. And so what I want to talk about is over the next five weeks is how to have, how to enjoy the holiday season without all the stress, without the drama, without the holiday depression. Okay. I want to talk about how we can have a happy healthy and stress-free holiday season. And uh, what I, and what, so what we're going to talk about today is the first step to being able to do that is to let go, is to break unhealthy holiday traditions, break unhealthy holiday traditions. I was inspired by this. I was inspired by the concept of breaking unhealthy holiday traditions by one of the gals in my weight loss group who was telling me, uh, she was telling the whole group about how she hosted a family gathering and she realized that being around her family is a trigger for unhealthy eating habits. She's made a lot of progress over this past, you know, since the start of the year, she's made a lot of progress in her relationship with food, um, in her weight and her health and her energy. And she knew that with the holidays approaching or what she discovered was every time that she gathered around her family and she could see the dysfunctional relationship with food in her family. And she like, it was almost as if like the past, this past year, her eyes were opened to the fact that this is a family issue that she's struggling with, with food, not just her. She was able to see how unhealthy her family's relationship was with food. And so opening her eyes, she realized, okay, like I can be on this journey on my own and make excellent progress. But as soon as I get around my family, I'm triggered. I'm triggered to eat all the things and to go backwards on all this progress that I made. So a couple months ago, she was hosting, she decided to host a family gathering for like a birthday party. And uh, she said, so this is what we're not going to do. We are not going to like, you know, have and eat all the crap that we're used to eating every time we get together as a family. She made the executive decision to uh, just do a salad bar for the birthday party, complete like opposite of what they would usually eat. But, you know, she said she like made this huge salad, made all the fixings for, you know, people to be able to like, you know, dress their salad up however they wanted to. If they wanted chicken, if they wanted protein, if they wanted vegetables. And she said something so profound to me, to our group. What she said was by the end of the party, what she realized is that they had had just as much fun together as a family that that they would have had if the party had have been filled with all the crap that they were used to eating. So I'll say that again. By the end of the party, she realized that nothing about their gathering had changed. 
There is nothing about um, the fun that they had, that they would have together, and the good time that they would have together as a family. All of that remained the same with this salad bar that it would have been if they had of all had crappy food. The only difference between her doing a salad bar this time instead of the crap that they're used to eating when they get together, the only difference is that no one walked away with the bloated, sick feelings in their belly. Nobody walked away regretful of the amount of food that they shoved down their faces. And that, when she said that to me, like a light bulb went off for me. And I said, oh my gosh, is it possible that we are so used to in our traditions for holidays, for family gatherings, is it, is it possible that we are just so used to like overeating and stressing ourselves out and doing all of these things in the name of tradition because we believe that the only connection to our happiness and joy during that gathering is through the traditions? Is it possible that we can get together as a family and all eat like gluten-free, <laughs> you know, all eat just like, you know, roasted chicken and roasted vegetables with salads and, you know, super delicious and nutritious meals. Is it possible that we can still experience the joy of the holidays and the joys of getting together as a family without the actual tr traditions that we're used to following? And I believe the problem is that we don't know what Thanksgiving even looks like or feels like without us stuffing our faces. Like we, we have no idea that that's even a possibility. We have no clue. And so instead of, you know, saying to ourselves, you know what, this Thanksgiving, this Christmas, I'm just not, I'm not going to overeat. I'm not going to overstuff myself. I'm not going to have the 15 different starchy sides and carb sides. I'm not going to have all the pumpkin pie and all the ice cream and all the apple pie and all the sweet potato pie and all the, you know, my mom, my mom used to make coconut cake from scratch. She used to make the frosting from scratch. She used to make her cake from scratch every Thanksgiving. And that was like, you know what I mean? That was like the golden highlight of the year was this coconut cake. But is it possible that the joy of the holidays is not in the cake itself? Is it possible that the joy of the holidays is just in the gathering of family? So that's what inspired this first step to having a healthy, stress-free, and happy holiday season is break the unhealthy traditions and see what happens in the experience that you have in the holidays. I guarantee you that there will be nothing missing from your family gathering if you choose not to eat yourself into a coma. I guarantee it. Okay, so step number one to break holiday traditions this year, because I want to give you like three practical steps that you can follow and just implement. You can work on these steps this week, put a plan together. Thanksgiving is next week and you can just go for it. You know what I mean? So step number one is to recognize that the joy of the holidays does not lie in those traditions. 
the happiness and joy that you feel during the holiday season when you're getting together with family for Thanksgiving and Christmas, it's not about the traditions that you follow. It's not about the the food that you eat. It's not about all the sides that you eat. It's not about all the black shopping that you do. It's not about uh, you know all of the things that you've been doing every year since you were a kid that's part of the holiday tradition. That's not where the joy inside of you comes from. The joy doesn't come from the traditions. The joy comes from inside of you. The joy comes from inside of your mom and your dad. The joy comes from inside of your uncles and your aunts and your cousins and your brothers and sisters. The joy comes from inside. So that means that if God forbid something were to happen, where, you know, a house burned down or all the food burned or, you know, so-and-so like if God forbid, if the circumstances were no longer there for you to follow the exact same traditions that you've been used to following, that does not mean that you guys are not going to still have a wonderful time together. Why? Because the joy comes in the, in the gathering. The joy comes in the family. And that's, you know, that's kind of what I believe. Like Thanksgiving used to be my favorite holiday because, uh, because when I was growing up, we would always get together either with my family down south. So, and my mom had, um, nine brothers and sisters. So like, you know, eight living. So my family was massive. All my cousins, all my uncles, all my aunts, you know what I mean? Like everybody all over the South and, you know, we would all get together and my mom's side of the family, like they're really churchy. So like everybody's a pastor, everybody plays an instrument, like everybody's in church. So, and my grandma had like an organ in her house. So then, you know, one of my uncles would hop on the organ. Um, and you know, we all start singing all these like church songs and and three-part harmony and all those things. And so Thanksgiving, um, either with, you know, my mom's side of the family, like down in the South, or uh, we would go to my dad's side of the family, like in Washington, D.C., or in, you know, Long Island in New York. And uh, that would be a different kind of party. <laughs> that would be like, I mean, like, you know, 70s music playing, like uh, just a, a huge party. But uh, that Thanksgiving used to be my favorite holiday. And I always assumed it was because of all the delicious food. And it wasn't until over these past few years when I've been working on my relationship with food that I realized it wasn't the food at all. It was just me being with my family that I loved so much and feeling validated in who I was, being able to see myself in my cousins and my aunts and my uncles. Um, it gave me security and confidence in my identity. So that's, that's what I mean by, you know, I always assumed it was the fact that the food was good, but even if the food wasn't there, it was me being with my family that gave me the joy of the holiday season. In 2014, I was 40 pounds overweight and in the worst shape of my life. I was waking up in the middle of the night constantly sick from the stress of working a demanding job and also from my unhealthy eating habits. With a lot of different diseases running in my family, I began to accept the fact that one day soon I would fall victim to them and there was nothing I could do to stop it. But that's when the light bulb went off and I asked myself, what if there was something I could do? What if there was a way to break the cycle of disease and change the fate of my health? Well, these questions led me down a rabbit hole of research and within six months, I had pieced together a formula that helped me lose almost 40 pounds, 
12% of my body fat and dropped four dress sizes. And I did that all without counting a single calorie, doing a lick of cardio or exercising for more than 60 minutes a week. And you know what? I created a four week course that will teach you how to do the same thing. My rest-based weight loss course is going to help you beat stress, transform your health and rest your way to weight loss. Over the next 28 days, you are going to establish the physical, nutritional and psychological habits to create a stress-free, holistic and healthy lifestyle. And the best part about my rest-based weight loss course is you won't have to close your eyes, cross your fingers and pray that the process is going to work. You're gonna create a blueprint over the next 28 days that will be tailor-made to fit your busy lifestyle and your individual metabolism. So go to www.operationfixmylife.com slash rest-based weight loss and sign up for the course today. So that's tip number one just to recap, is to recognize that the holidays, the joy of the holidays doesn't come from the traditions. The joy of the holidays comes from inside of you, okay? So tip number two, and this is what I want you to work on this week. I want you to create your goals for this holiday season based on where you want to be in 10 years. So remember I said we're entering a new decade, right? 2020 is gonna be the start of a new decade. I want you to look at this holiday season as a preparation for where you want to see yourself in 2029 as you get ready to enter the next decade of your life. And what does that look like? If every, if every year around this time of year you struggle with depression and sadness, if every year around this time of year you always gain some weight, that becomes stubborn weight and then at the new year you have to fight to get it off. If every year you are responsible for certain things, uh, certain logistics for the holidays and it just stresses you out. If every year um, you get into, there's some family drama, there's some things that take place with the family because family's getting together and there's like fights and there's drama and there's all of that. If that's what you experience every holiday season, then I want you to ask yourself, will I be okay with experiencing the same thing? Will I be okay with being depressed still 10 years from now? Will I be okay with still struggling with gaining weight in 10 years? Will I be okay with still getting caught up in the drama of my family? Will I be okay with feeling overstressed and overburdened preparing for the holidays? Is this how I want to, is this, is this what I want my life to look like 10 years from now? If the answer is no, then you have this week, the next seven days to set some goals to make sure that this holiday season looks more like where you want your 2029 holiday season to be, okay? And so what does that look like? First, you investigate the source of your holiday weight gain, the source of your holiday stress, the source of the family drama. Investigate the source of your sadness or depression. Where does that come from, right? 
So that's step number one. Step number two, this is really important and um, you're probably not gonna like this. Step number two, after you've investigated the source, is to investigate the part that you play in that. So how is it that you're contributing to the family drama? How is it that you are contributing? What role are you playing that leads to your holiday weight gain? What role are you playing and what are you contributing to taking on the responsibility year after year of logistically handling things that stress you out like every single year? What is the part that you're playing in it? Okay. And then the third way that you can create the goal now, create a goal to make sure that you avoid that this year is to commit to not playing that role anymore. You have seven days to, to step up and say, I, this is what I struggle with. This is what I go through. This is what I deal with every year, this year, this holiday season, I'm just not going to do it. Okay. So that's how you create your goal. Now, step number. So that's tip number two. Tip number two. So tip number one is to recognize the traditions of the holidays do not bring the joy. You bring the joy. Tip number two, create the goals that you want for this holiday season, not just based on, you know, what you want to see right now, but based on where you want to be in the next 10 years. Okay. If you don't want to be, if you don't want to gain weight, if you don't want to be stressed out, if you don't want to be depressed, if you don't want to, you know, uh, get caught up in family drama in 2029, as you prepare for 2030, then don't do it this year. Use this year as preparation for the next 10 years of your life. Okay. And then tip number three. So after you've created your goal, Tip number three, step number three is to now ask permission, ask your family permission to be able to uh, pursue and achieve that goal. So what does that look like? If you are the one every year that's responsible for making the turkey and it stresses you out because you have to take off of work and you have to do shopping and you have to do all of that and you have to make sure that you have, and it stresses you, if it doesn't bring you joy, because remember the goal this year is to have a happy and healthy and stress-free holiday season. So if that doesn't bring you joy, then tip number three is to ask permission from the person who will be most impacted or the people that will be most impacted by you saying no this year, ask them permission to not carry that responsibility this year. If there are traditions that you do every year that lead to weight gain, then ask permission for the person that's hosting the gatherings this year if you can, you know, bring a side dish or bring something uh, that, that you will be able to indulge in so that it doesn't interfere with your goals. If, you know, you struggle with like how you guys do uh, get together and there's always like drama and fights in the family, ask permission from the people that will be closest to you, impacted by you, if you can just come and stop by for a little bit, okay? Come stop by grab a quick bite, say a quick hello, and then head out. Because this year you're just not down with the family drama. Ask permission from the person that will be most impacted and ask them if it is okay if you pursue and fulfill this goal that you've set for yourself this year. What does asking permission do? Asking permission is a sign of respect. 
asking permission shows that not only you're just, you're not just thinking about just yourself, but you're also still thinking about the people that are impacted by you wanting to have a happy and healthy and stress-free holiday season. So ask permission. It shows a sign of respect, number one. Number two, asking permission also, um, it also gains you allies so that you don't have to go around to every individual member of the family telling them why you can't bake, you know, make the turkey this year, why you can't stay long this year. You don't have to defend yourself. When you ask permission and you receive someone's blessing to fulfill your goals, you've just formed an ally who has your back. So that when you say, all right, guys, I'm out, or all right, guys, sorry, not making the turkey this year. You don't have to go. Def you don't have to be by yourself defending yourself. You now have an ally or a few allies who will have your back and who want to see you succeed in your goal. And then asking permission also frees you from the guilt of just wanting to have a happy, healthy, and stress-free holiday season. It makes it less selfish because you have buy-in from other members of your family and they're giving you permission to go and be happy, to go be healthy and to go be stress-free, okay? So those are my three tips. Number one, recognize that the joy of the holidays does not come from your traditions. It comes from you. It comes from your family. It comes from being together. Number two, create your goals for this holiday season of what you're not fixing to do this year that you've been doing previous years and make that goal based on where you see yourself in 10 years, where you see yourself with each holiday season that's going to be happening in 2020 and beyond. And number three, show respect to your other families by asking permission to go pursue and fulfill those goals. Okay. I hope this was, if this was helpful. Please share it. Please share it with someone. Please share it on your timeline. Um, I really hope it was helpful. I hope it was encouraging and motivating and I'm being bombed by my, by my uh, youngest kid. I will be back next Sunday around this time with the next video of this series. And in the next video, I'm going to be talking about establishing a realistic goals and expectations for the holidays. Okay. Uh, so you're not going to want to miss that. Um, thank you so much. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. I hope you guys have a great weekend. Um, Elizabeth, you said imperfect action is more powerful than perfect inaction. I love that. And I wish that that were, I wish we could make that a hashtag somehow, <laughs> but that's, it's very true. Imperfect action is more powerful than perfect inaction. I think that that you can write a whole book on that. So yes, I absolutely agree. Take that and use that as your motivation guys to create some goals this year. And then, uh, this holiday season and the next week, we're going to talk about setting realistic expect expectations for those goals that you have, not just for this holiday season, but for 2020 and beyond. All right. You're welcome, Mary. Thank you so much for jumping in. Thank you so much for watching. Appreciate you both. You ladies have a wonderful week and I'll talk to you soon.